Next, the golden days of radio. This is Frank Brzee inviting you to join me for the golden days of radio. Great moments from radio programs of the past, headlining some of the world's most famous personalities. On this program, we are featuring Don Amici and Edgar Bergen with Charlie McCarthy as we present a salute to W.C. Fields. W.C. Fields was a comedian who had no peers. His comedy was bright, and his wit was always sharp. As a matter of fact, I think he spent much of his time sharpening it on Charlie McCarthy. If it isn't up to see, the original half-man, half-nose well. <laughs> well, Charlie McCarthy, the woodpecker's pinup boy. <laughs> As long as you're here, Bill, you can talk to me while Charlie's getting his hair cut. Ah, uh, you know, Edgar, it's touching to see your affection for the little nipper. It strikes a tender chord in my heart. Oh, thank you, Bill. You know, I thought you didn't like children. Oh, not at all, Edgar. I love children. Yeah. Well, I can remember when, with my own little unsteady legs, I toddled from room to room. <laughs> When was that? Last night? Or... <laughs> Quiet, Wormwood, or I'll whittle you down to a coat hanger. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, Charles, is it true your father was a gate leg table? <laughs> if it is, your father was under it, or. <laughs> Why, you stunted spruits. I'll throw a Japanese beetle on you. Why, you barfly, you. I'll stick a wig in your mouth and use you for an alcohol lamp. W.C. Fields' feuds with Charlie McCarthy were legendary, and it's been reported that Mr. Fields actually believed Charlie was a real person. Well, I don't know whether that's true or not, but on the radio, they both sounded real. I tell you what we'll do, Charlie. Let's walk in and surprise Fields. Yeah, that's good. Give me my books and my bottle. <laughs> your old friends, Edgar and Charlie. Well, yeah. well, so it is. Come in. Yeah. It's good to see you. Oh, thank you. Well, Charles, I hear you got married and raised yourself a cord of children. <laughs> I, I fear that isn't quite true, sir. You fear it isn't quite true, sir. 
You fear anything I hate is a polite kid. <laughs> it's good to see you, Bill. Two things improve with age. Old friends and old wine. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> Bill, I was going to bring you a basket of fruit, but I decided to ask you first what you like best and then have it sent out. Oh, I like uh, brandied peaches. Brandied peaches, <laughs> yeah. They're very nourishing. Mm -hmm. Squeeze the peaches and yeah. save the juice. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, you look like you just lost your best friend. Ah, oh, Sylvia refused to marry me because I don't have SGLI coverage. Harry, Sylvia knows that a man with SGLI is a man with vision. She does? And she knows that SGLI gives every serviceman the opportunity to have financial security and protection. She does. And she knows that SGLI rates have been reduced by 15%, so now $255 a month will get you $15,000 worth of insurance. Well, how does Sylvia know so much about SGLI? She's our finance officer. Well, now here's W.C. Fields with Don Amici in a classic sketch. Some of my best friends, Don, are snakes. Your best friends are snakes? Yeah, particularly rattlesnakes. I'll never forget the time I found a rattlesnake imprisoned under a rock. He was there begging for succor. That means help. So I freed him, and with a grateful look in his eyes, he followed me home. Before I went to sleep that night, I made him a bed of one of my old undershirts. Yes, it was the undershirt. <laughs> I wear woolen underwear, you know. Yeah, yeah, go on, Bill, go on, go on. Summer and winter. Now, look. <laughs> look, Bill, no one is interested in what you wear. Well, that's funny. No man is interested in what another man wears. I had a blind ass. What about on. the rattlesnake, Bill? <laughs> Don't be impatient. And as I bade the little rattlesnake goodnight, I patted him... Her, it, on the head. <laughs> Was it a him, her, or it? To tell you the truth, Don, I don't know. I never looked. <laughs> you know, Don? <laughs> you know, he actually licked my hand. And just before the little fellow curled up to sleep, he tried to kiss me. Oh, this is very, very romantic, Bill. You're, you're, you're really touching the strings of my heart. Oh, it was a beautiful night. I went to bed. Yeah, you went to bed. Yes, I remember that very distinctly. Suddenly I woke. A ruffian had entered my boudoir with a fowling piece. He said to me, reach for the ceiling. He didn't know the roof was blowing off two days before. But, uh, but what, what happened to the ruffian, Bill? Oh, he had his back to my beautiful little rattlesnake. There he lay, sweet little chap, breathing in pain, the tears running down his cheeks. Well, I didn't know snakes had cheeks. Call them what you may. Cheeks by any other name would still be cheeks to me. <laughs> there he lay, as sick as a boiled owl. Well, how, how do you know he was sick? Oh, I really called a doctor. Oh, I forgot to tell you that. The little fellow sunk his fangs into the marauder's fetlock, held him tightly, whilst the marauder screamed with pain. My little friend, the snake, stuck his tail out the window and rattled for a constable. Ah, uh, yes, Bill, that is indeed gratitude. And may I say in conclusion... That I always smoke, Jason. Uh, thank you, Bill. Thank right. you. Thank you very much, WCP.
From one of their programs in 1938, here's Edgar Bergen with Charlie as we join them on their way to visit W.C. Fields. Oh, I'll sneak around when he gets here, yes, indeed. All right, young man. You better stay right here where you are. Yeah. Yes, indeed. And I think I hear Mr. Fields coming. Oh. Oi, 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 oi. Are you sure he's coming, Bergen? You did me, no. Yes, yes it is. What? Yes, it is, Charlie. Is it? Yes, it's W.C. Fields, all right. Oh, can you see him? Well, I can just see a little of it. Yeah? I can see him sticking his nose in the door. Sticking his nose in the door. Oh, yes. Oh, well, then it'll be five minutes before he gets here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw what I Yeah. 
It's really a wonder that you recovered from all that. Oh, yeah. The croakers had given me up to spare. One day they discovered I had a, uh, 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 passed the crises. Oh, I see. So now it's crises, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's a technical word. Yes. <laughs> well, what day was it when you passed this, uh, crisis? The day they found me blowing the foam off my medicine. Oh, <laughs> Charlie learns of this, Bill, he'll be very sorry. I know he'll be sorry. And I just want you to know, Bill, that, that he's ready and he's willing to apologize. Oh, that's quite all right, Edgar. Oh, As a matter of fact, I'm very fond of the boy. Yeah? Where is the little fire hazard? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'll call him in, uh, Bill. Just a moment. Oh, Charlie! He's not here. Never mind. Charlie! Back here. I want you to know that Bill is right here. Yeah. Yes. And he knows all about us. Uh-huh. And Charlie wants to talk to you. Uh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> good, uh, good evening, Mr. Fields. What did he say? I said, good evening, that's all. Let's not jump at conclusions. <laughs> uh, Charlie, I've been telling Mr. Fields that you want to apologize. Now, isn't that right? Uh, yes, it is. Yes, I do, Mr. Fields. I do. Uh, well, that's just fine, my little chump. Uh, ah, chum. Yeah. There she goes again. Now, that's time. <laughs> Tell me, my little man, why did you set a trap in my garden? Don't you know there aren't any skunks there? No skunks in your garden, Mr. No, no. I'm sorry. No wildlife, with one possible exception. My place is occasionally infested with a horde, a herd, <laughs> of uh, pink mastodons. Uh, pink mastodons. Oh, elephants. That's right. Uh... I, I hear that the elephants around your place take aspirin to get rid of W.C. Fields. <laughs> Is it true, Edgar, that Charlie can trace his ancestry back to an old chestnut stump, the abode of a family of pole cats? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is like the old days, isn't it, Bill? Yeah, boy. Remember how we used to fight, Mr. Fields? Yeah. Foolish, wasn't it? As far as my yeah. little friend. But we're above that sort of thing now. Yeah, those are the good old days, aren't they, Bill? Yeah, remember the time <laughs> I said I'd... Uh, Slice you into a Venetian blind? Yeah. That was a good one. I think I told her, was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Remember how I topped you by saying that makes me shudder? <laughs> Good. I like it. Uh, who said you taught me? I taught you. Uh, why, the only laugh you ever got was a sneer from a disgruntled termite. Why? Uh, <laughs> you keep that up and you play a return engagement at the hospital. Better be careful, my little friend. You know, wood pulp is in the priority list. Yeah, well, listen, you long-nosed anteater. Now, we don't have that. Gentlemen, please, please, gentlemen. I, Bergen, I'm afraid Mr. Fields just doesn't love me anymore, that's all. Don't I... tell me I don't love you or I'll break every knot in your body. Now, wait a minute. Please, that's the wrong attitude, Bill. Why can't we be friends? What do you say, Charlie? Okay, okay. I'll make one more attempt at appeasement. Yes. Then I'll fire on sight. Yes. <laughs> You'll do nothing of the kind, Charlie. You're going to be nice to Mr. Fields. But he doesn't like me. Yes. Why well, I idolize the little chap. I'd do anything for him. Would you, Mr. Fields? Well, I'd be glad to anything the well, little chap craves. Hey, well, Mr. Fields, I have a new bicycle, you see. Oh, would you like a bell? Well, I can, uh... I'm not affluent, but I could uh, buy you a bell. Well, that's nice, but I have a bell. 
But I was just wondering if I could borrow... Oh, I don't suppose it'd be right. Yes, it's all right, oh, John. No, I it love isn't. the little No, child. no, it isn't right. Oh. It's, could I borrow your nose for a taillight? No, no. <laughs> the mischief in the boy. That's all it is. That's what makes him say those things. Why, Charlie is his own worst enemy. Not while I am around, he's not. <laughs> Can he borrow my nose for a tail line? Why, I'll fill him full of lead and lose him for a pencil. Yes. I go my lap old bag in here. Wait a minute. I want to hang one on him. No, no, you hang don't. Hang on. Now, stop it. Remember, Mr. Fields is not a well man, are you, Bill? No, that's you right, Edgar. Yeah. I've been a fragile thing of beauty ever since I was born. Yeah. <laughs> Why, you weren't born. You were squeezed out of a bar rag. <laughs> On December 25th, Christmas Day, 1944, W.C. Fields appeared on a special Armed Forces Radio Service command performance show. This was Mr. Fields' last radio appearance, and I don't believe he was ever in better form. Throughout the Middle Ages, the use of liquor was universal, and drunkenness was so common, it was unnoticed. (laughs) They called it the Middle Ages, because no one was able to walk home unless they were between two other fellows. (laughs) I was the middle guy. Now, before I go any further, please do not labor under the misconception that I always have been a teetotaler. In my younger days, I was prone to take a nip. I chortle now at that former weakness in my otherwise strong character. But how well I remember my first encounter with the devil's brew. I happened to stumble, stumble across the... Um, I stumble across that... <laughs> Typographical error. I happened to stumble across a case of bourbon and went right on stumbling for several days thereafter. (laughs) Of course, now I touch nothing stronger than buttermilk. 90 proof buttermilk. I look on my days of revelry with scorn and reproachment and shudder. (laughs) When I recall going to the corner saloon, tugging at my daddy's coattails and saying, Father, dear father, come home with me now and bring a jug with you. However, I came from a very illustrious family. My great-grandfather was a friend of Benjamin Franklin. In fact, my great-grandfather would have discovered electricity, but he was too poor to buy a kite. (laughs) He had to go out and hire one. I got a picture of him at home, standing in front of the town tavern. He was hiring a kite. 
Much higher. <laughs> now, many of you in the audience are giggling and scoffing and saying that I have given up strong drink only because the stuff is so hard to get nowadays. But you are in error. My basement is loaded. <laughs> As I am. <laughs> A pickpocket I once converted told me they have a school in Chicago ill, short for Illinois. <laughs> a picket-pocking, pocket-picking school. <laughs> and the beginning rule they teach is no stimulants. They have to keep their heads clear and their fingers nimble. Why, friends, you set a bucket of beer in front of a pig and he'll grunt and walk away. And so should you. <laughs> or would you rather be a duck? <laughs> Back in my rummy days, I would tremble and shake for hours upon a rising. It was the only exercise I got. <laughs> Now, don't say you can't swear off drinking. It's easy. I've done it a thousand times. <laughs> In closing, I would like to offer my own favorite recipe to take the place of intoxicants. It's a real thirst quencher. It's called the raspberry freeze. <laughs> Take one cup of pineapple juice, two cups of raspberry juice, one, if you're in Europe, one cup of black tea, three cups of water, and two eggs white, two egg whites. Freeze until half stiff. Well, when you're half stiff, everything is all right. I thank you. Well, that wraps up this edition of the Golden Days of Radio and our salute to W.C. Fields. Are you one of those who take for granted the liberties and freedoms granted to you as an American citizen? Take the freedom to own property, alone or in association with others. This includes a business and a chance to be a productive citizen. Think what it would be like if citizens couldn't own property. This freedom granted to you cannot be taken for granted. All freedoms must be cherished and protected. This is Frank Brzee in Hollywood, California, inviting you to join me next week for more shows and personalities from radio's golden days on this, the American Forces Radio and Television Service.